0: So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Salutations, everybody. It is Maddie here today with episode 132 of the Ham Radio Podcast. I'm going to warn you right now, this episode in particular is going to be very different, a lot less professional, more laid back. Uh, The reason for that is because Lone and Carrick Street bailed on me. Um, Lone let us know last night that he's probably not going to be able to make it. And then Carrick, (laughs) he just straight was like, all right, and guess what, Maddie? My thing's starting four hours earlier, so I'm leaving for the cabin now. Best of luck is what he said. And and straight up, like, explosions in the background, flipping the bird at me, left me to fend for myself. So I texted my neighbor. Would you kindly introduce yourself?
1: What's up, everyone? Uh, I'm Tyler. Uh you you know, for any loyal fans out there, you may or may not remember me getting my ass kicked in injustice a few oh, years ago.
0: My few years. That was that was deep that in the history of Mr. Maddie Plays, that bro. Was a that, while ago. So you were you were young in then. Now you're uh, you're a big boy here. Yep, join yep. the channel for a real professional chat. Yep, this is gonna be great. We've dreamed of this day for a while, ladies and gentlemen. This is essentially like my little brother. I've known him since he was a baby, growing up, and uh, you know I've just raised him myself to you know be a fine young lad, strapping and everything. And <laughs> here he is on my show.
1: And here we are. I'm gonna use uh, all the tips that Matt's given me, all the life <laughs> tips, all the you know all the advice. You know I've, I've soaked it up like a sponge. So uh, <laughs> today's like the real test. I'm really just gonna focus up and and try to. Try to entertain the, yeah. the listeners. Bring
0: it to you guys out there. So we're going to be talking a lot of casual game news here. We're going to start off with EA purchasing Respawn as Tyler reaches for his phone and, and brings up his source of information. You know, it got to get the article. I've <laughs> got to really make sure I sound knowledgeable. Yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I'm just kidding because Tyler does. He does play a lot. He doesn't know what he's talking about or else he, he wouldn't fucking be here. Let's be honest. Um, but yeah, so EA has purchased Respawn Entertainment, Respawn Entertainment being responsible for the development of the Titanfall series. There's been a bit of a conspiracy uh, theory circling around the internet. We got Respawn, who made Titanfall 2. Now, EA did publish this title, meaning they, you know, paid for the funds, most of the funding, the marketing, and all that shit. But they didn't market Titanfall 2 at all. You gotta wonder if, with the way EA works and how they like to acquire companies, that they intentionally put Titanfall 2 in a stranglehold position of releasing it between Call of Duty and Battlefield. Put them in a horrible financial position afterwards, because the game sold like shit. And then bought them when they were in deep troubles. Is that what you you, you think? Could you concur with that statement? That um,
1: yeah, yeah, I, I can definitely get behind that statement. Um, you know, knowing that EA is that type of company, they're a billion dollar company. Um, most businesses put themselves in you know in position to succeed, and uh, you know, I think it's kind of both both Titan Falls were put out in a, a weird situation. Uh, mm-hmm. You had Titan Falls, which is kind of like this new generation movement. You know, that flying, that gliding type of thing. Yeah. Um, that was put out literally at the same exact time that Advanced Warfare came out. Um, so to me, this is kind of like a theory I have. Like, you know, Titanfall, Titanfall is a very bare-bones game. You know, I felt like there, really, uh, there weren't many guns. Uh, I felt like the Titan. The Titan was the main point of the game, and you only had, like, three to choose from. Um, so that was something that was, you know, you know, rough about that. Um, but I think you're right. I think the the game was put out in a weird position. It was kind of put out, you know, in between two, um, you know, giants in the FPS yeah, industry. Yeah, complete juggernauts. Um, and, and the first one was put out... Um, you know, same time that, you know, uh, Call of Duty FPS Giant came out with the and same type exclusive. of movement. And yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, with the same type of movement. Um, so, you know, I, I don't know how successful it would have been given that, uh, you know, Call of Duty went boots on the ground that year. And, you know, Titanfall came out and it was really like the only FPS game with this, you know, flying around movement type of thing. Um, but I can definitely see, you know, EA mm-hmm. d- doing that to, um, you know, try and put themselves in a, in a, in a better position uh, because like I said, yeah, they have published it before. Yeah. Um, this is like a four hundred million dollar deal. Um, I was reading that you know uh, EA is not going to have their you know hand in the cookie jar here. Oh, um, that's such a load of shit. Yeah. Dog. Like I, said, that, that's, I yeah. know.
0: I know, but I'm just saying. To me, I, that like you look at what they say that they always go we're hands off, we let them do what yeah. they want. But like I've seen so many publishers who say that and publishers who actually do that, and, and you see it in the product. EA has a rep now where they it just here's the thing the timing is like amazing that they just shut down, uh, Visceral Games, developer of Dead Space. Um, they developed also Battlefield Hardline, which you know Carrick we know loves. Um, he fucking hates it by the way. It's just that you know he I said I like it, but you know he he yeah. he despises that I enjoyed it. But regardless, they just shut down a studio who um, I think they they failed exponentially with after acquiring them as well, and uh, with EA's path you know they want to make games a service so they they want to make you continuously pay as time goes on seeing them acquire a multiplayer game uh where titanfall 2 was and i I didn't play it all too much in fact i'll be honest Uh, but from what i saw you know it was a step forward in each direction like apparently the campaign was better um well the first one didn't even have a single player
1: there was literally no campaign it was all multiplayer and the campaign was kind of integrated into multiplayer exactly did, did things in I Um, forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, you did things in the game that would kind of lead you towards like a Mm cutscene and that would kind of be like your uh, single-player experience. Yeah,
0: and and it was like so short and and that final mission was epic but like there was no actual context to the event. Yeah. Uh, where the first one actually added to it, and it was apparently pretty good. I know Lone he he loved it. He he still talks about it like all the time on the podcast. Uh, but you know the multiplayer. I think they did like you you were saying how there were a few Titans. They did add more. They did make it a, a more important part of the multiplayer too. Um, so that it, you know it looked like it was just a general step in the right direction for the series, and it just sold poorly because of when it was released mm-hmm. and who it was going up against. And now we look at Titanfall 3, <clears throat> if that's presumably what they're doing. Or actually, yeah, that was a part of the deal. They said Titanfall 3 and uh, Respawn's Star Wars game. They said that's the reason they acquired them. And um, upon reading further into that, I also saw that the reason they shut down Visceral was because Respawn's Star Wars game was accelerating and looking much better in the position it was at than Visceral. So I'm wondering if we're going to be seeing a you know a respawn Star Wars game at least revealed next year and uh visceral star Wars game. I think they said we won't be seeing anything till 2019, or at least that was their plan. It's probably going to be later than that, but yeah, getting back on track. I, I rambled a little bit there with Titanfall three. I think there's safe to say there's room for concern, right? I mean, we have a company that's adding microtransactions to any game they can get their hands on, which is not an EA specific problem, but with Titanfall two, I-, I don't believe as far as I know, uh, there were any microtransactions no. in the multiplayer. And now with 3, it's basically a guarantee, right? Yeah. And so that I don't think that speaks good for the, the future of the series, and that would get more fans on board.
1: Yeah, like I said, that that's, that's the direction that games are starting to go nowadays. Um, you know, I was doing a little free podcast research, and I texted <laughs> you about you know Battlefront 2 um, microtransactions, and you said you guys had talked about that. Um, so I think you're going to start seeing... Um, you know, microtransactions is built into every multiplayer game. I don't think you know multiplayer um, connoisseurs like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I prefer a multiplayer game over a single player game. I still thoroughly enjoy single player games. Um, you know, I, I've played a lot of them, um, but I think that you know people like me who prefer multiplayer games are going to be you know kind of stuck into um, this world of you yeah, know, uh, mic- micro DLC, which, like I said, a lot of a lot of people are doing. You know, the in-game currency slash. Um,
0: like five different types yeah. of currency, like COD World War II, yeah, like. exactly.
1: <laughs> where you know where you can you know do a bunch of that stuff. Um, but I think you are you know guaranteed to see some microtransactions in in Titanfall, which 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 couldn't be a bad thing. Like I said, if they do add you know a supply drop type of thing, mm-hmm. and say they do cosmetics only. For me, I love cosmetics. Um, as long as it doesn't alter the game, as long as it doesn't do anything crazy. Okay. Um, you know, as long as it's just a cosmetic thing. You know, a color, a uniform change, a, a different Titan yeah. skin, something like that. That's something I can get behind. Um, you know, obviously people will pay for it. People don't like that just because they don't like that. It. it takes away from the original game. They say you could have just put that into, in the beginning uh, when you first developed it. But um, it, if they go down the cosmetic-only route, you know, they don't start adding crazy stuff. They don't start making the game, you know, unplayable unless you pay for this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it'd be, you know, something crazy. And, but, that you know, like I said, EA, um, they make a killing off, you know, microtransactions <laughs> oh, yeah. like FIFA. Um you know, oh my I God! So many people, I know so Guilty. many people who, you know, pay for Madden packs, pay for Ultimate Team FIFA packs on all these Ultimate Teams. Um, so I could definitely see them. I forgot. Oh my yeah, God. I can definitely see them starting to do something like that, where you know, it is a total uh, money grab. Let's hope it's not. Um, so the game can kind of mm-hmm. succeed on its own. Um, but if you know, if it does turn like that, to me, it wouldn't be a surprise.
0: You know, mm, I, know that, I don't know. I don't know how you would think about that. Well, here is the thing: is that you know, we were talking about balance cosmetics. And with I'd say like, okay, yeah, we, we see the trend being like, all right, they're adding microtransactions, that sucks, but we also have seen that most of them are cosmetic, but e a in their latest attempt for microtransactions was uh Battlefront Two, which you you brought up, and the first issue initially was that they were putting these things called star cards, you know, you're a big fan of the star cards and Battlefront one, aren't you so yeah, yeah. And so you know they they take those cards and put them in these crates, and you'd be able to just pay a bunch of money. Um, and you unlock these epic star cards, you can grind them up into parts, upgrade the star cards mm-hmm. even further, uh, essentially beefing yourself up before even playing the game for the most part. Um, and, and that's what worries me most, is that although they have uh, mostly remedied this issue with an update where basically EA said you have to play the game to unlock this stuff, um, it doesn't look too grindy, You know, they took epic star cards and, and really powerful weapons out of the crates and, and made it almost useless to have it in the game uh, that's where I get a little flustered because, you know, you see them attempt to break the game with it. Of course, the garage door is going to open. We're going to keep going here. Um, but you see them essentially break the game with these microtransactions. Then they get called out. And then they look – it's almost like a good PR scandal because yeah. then they, they, they go, we listened. We hear your feedback. That was the headline. They're like, we saw your feedback and we listened. It's like, no, you tried to scam us and if we didn't flip shit, you weren't going to yeah. go back. Like no morals were involved in this decision. But uh, like I always say, I don't think uh, business and morals really cross. No, they, they simply don't. They want to make money and uh, if they feel it's going to lead to them making less money, that's when they make the reverse decision and, and pull back. So that's why I'm worried with Titanfall three. You know, we we have a, a company that has a, a history of just putting uh, microtransactions that break the the balance of games inside their titles, and, and they're going to do the same with Titanfall three. Hopefully, this game does get some traction, know some attention, and they actually market it properly.
1: I think that Titanfall three is going to need it's going to need to have it's going to need to be enjoyable to play, and it's going to need to be um, yeah, the game's not going to make or break with. Microtransactions, I don't think, you know, any game really does. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to break with, you know, just like, kind of bare-bones gameplay. Um, you know, the implementation of, of something different. I feel like the first and second game, I didn't, I didn't feel like there was too much of a change. I feel like it was kind of the same thing. Um,
0: yeah, fundamentally. Yeah,
1: fundamentally the same thing, which, you know, that's, that's what they're going to build their game off of. But I didn't feel like I was getting a different experience from the first one. You know, I, I bought the second one and I played it. Um, you know, it was enjoyable to play. It was nothing crazy. Like yeah. I said, it wasn't oh, wow, this is, this is a different Titanfall. It was, oh, um, it's kind of like I'm playing the same same game. Expanded, though. Yeah, exa- exactly. You know, they added a few different features and stuff. Okay. Um, but I feel like they're going to need to do something not drastic, you know, but not minimal. I feel like they're, they're going to need to find the happy medium there. And this is, you know, this is my two cents. Um, you know, to make the game kind of more more of an appeal because I feel like they are stuck in that, or, you know, at least in my mind, you know, they're stuck in that, like, oh, Titanfall. You know, like, who, who's going to buy that? So I feel like that that is mm-hmm. kind of surrounded on their game you know that, yeah. that that bad that bad reputation if that makes any sense yeah i feel like they kind of need to break out of that um now i i don't know how they break out of that um that's for you know them to decide and, mm-hmm. and me to judge but i feel like that's something you need to do in order to kind of break that that aura of you know oh titanfall you know
0: um bad game so or at least bad bad circumstances because yeah, the, the stigma surrounding that game is often great game bad timing. You know, yeah. like, a, like a fucking relationship. i <laughs> <Exactly>. have <laughs> heard that before. Yeah. You're, like, you're the right person, but the wrong time. Yeah. And, and so, th- that's, that's what I feel is a uh, really cursed respawn with this series, and I, I wonder if, you know, there's a thing called sequel fatigue, and, and a lot of game series, like, as the sequels go on, you're seeing less people adopt those entries so it's like a titanfall 3 is a newcomer gonna hop into a third entry when they miss two uh maybe they don't know the first one really didn't have a campaign the second one does is the third one have its you know is it like a final fantasy where each campaign is just this new entire story in a different universe i doubt it because titanfall is just completely different but i'm just saying like it's obviously going to be a continuation so there goes a good portion of new players possibly coming in. And,
1: and even if they're trying to, like, rebrand their game, I can see them, I, I don't know if, you know, there's an official game right now, so I don't know if it's going to be Titanfall 3, but maybe going, mm-hmm. just just changing the title. Um, I don't know how much that would help, but, you know, yeah, Titanfall, or... a new hope.
0: Yeah, yeah, a new hope, yeah, sure. <laughs> I mean, that would definitely, I mean, that's worked before. I, I know Bethesda actually does that. Um, instead of doing, like, a Dishonor 2 DLC, uh, they make Dishonored Death of the Outsider, exactly. which is, like, it's bigger than the DLC. Around the Yeah, smaller in a game, more along the lines of an expansion, sell it separately, and it it garners way more attention. So I'm thinking that's going to be a trend moving forward. But we'll shift over to a a different news topic this time around. Um, It's going to be Sledgehammer Games and how uh, originally their vision for the next Call of Duty, which a lot of people are playing right now and enjoying, is Call of Duty World War II. They wanted to make Call of Duty Advanced Warfare 2. But Activision actually made a really good call, I'd say, and told them no. They said, we want you to go boots on the ground. That's where the market's trending. And they read it pretty well. Because Battlefield 1 really just stole the show in 2016. And and, and hyped everyone up to go back to World War One. And then Call of Duty followed suit. What's interesting though is that a lot of people were... And I, I said even back then when uh, Call of Duty World War II was announced. They were saying, oh, they're just copying Battlefield. And I was like, no. They're they're obviously not. These decisions are made years in advance. and And, and this is a testament to that. But you are... You actually enjoyed Advanced Warfare I did. a lot. That's, that's
1: a little bit of an unpopular opinion. Yeah,
0: it definitely is. I'm going to tell you that right now, yeah. so be careful. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> this is a, an opinion-free show. But, um, you know, what do you think about someone who, as someone who enjoyed Advanced Warfare 1, that you could have gotten a sequel to a game you found pretty enjoyable uh, compared to what you've been playing with Call of Duty World War Two?
1: So this is this is going to be a really unpopular opinion here but I, I thoroughly enjoyed advanced warfare I thought it was a really good game mm-hmm. um, it was something different uh, you know I, I, I played a lot of ghosts I played the game um, you know more than more than most people did uh, so uh, and, and while you're playing it you know I kind of look back at that game and I'm like oh you know the game is kind of fun to play um, you know but in the moment you're kind of furious and you know advanced warfare was kind of a nice change you know mm-hmm. uh, oh it's gonna be something different um, you know something new I, I was starting you know I was starting to kind of play competitive card at that time so Uh, It's the first game I really, you know, played. So, to me, there's kind of a nostalgia aspect to that, where, like, oh, you know, it was the first game I really grinded. You know, I grinded Ghostbusters. It was the first first game I really, you know, put hours into. Um, And and that was enjoyable to play. I think the game played well. Um, I think it was kind of balanced. Um, You know, you had had guns like the ASM-1, which were, you know, which were monsters. Um, You know, they, they... uh, killed fast, and uh, that really doesn't sound balanced. That's, uh,
0: no, but I, I know yeah, what you are because
1: it was enjoyable to play. It was nice to use. Um, you know, there wasn't anything crazy. Uh, I liked using the battle. I liked using ASM one. I think the game played well. Um, it was it was colorful. I think color, color palette. I've heard you say this is, a, is yeah. a, a big aspect in the game. So that's something I enjoyed. And you know, playing a sequel to that game would have been nice because obviously I, you know it was one of my favorite you know COD games. But I think they made the the good executive decision here to go back. Um, where the fan base wanted, you know, you were starting to see a lot of people on Twitter, a lot of people, um, you know, just in, in the Twitterverse saying, you know, I'm done with this series. I don't want to play this. You know, it's just flying game after flying game after flying game. You know, even I kind of got fed up with it. And I think they made the right decision here. They started to see that, listen, we're going to lose players. Um, we're going to lose money. And like you said, we talked about that. That's, that's yeah. what a business wants. They want to make money. So I think that by going back to what their players wanted, you see this game has a really big player base, you know, sir, they didn't expect this many people to, uh, start playing day one. And that's why you had really bad server issues still so, yeah, even stay, <laughs> um, last night. And I and I, and I, and I, they said that it was a, a, due to this, didn't expect this amount of players to, you know, come on simply because, you know, I don't know what their, you know, their, math, uh, their mathematics were behind that or, you know, what they were thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they definitely, uh, they played to the public here. They, they did what was right. Um, and they're making money because of it. You know, the game sold, I don't know the exact number off my head, it was I think I saw
0: five hundred million. Yeah, there we
1: go. Uh, I knew it was a few hundred million. I didn't want to say, you know, something you know, crazy low or crazy high. Um, I don't know if you would have got that with Advanced Warfare 2. I don't know if you would have yeah. if you would have had a five hundred million dollar debut. So it would have sold well, but probably not as well as
0: a con 2. Yeah, it.
1: and like I said, I think you're coming off of what was known as the worst Call of Duty game at Infinite <laughs> Warfare. I barely played it. I know you barely played it. Um, and that and that's that yeah and that's, just so yeah that's uncommon for me. Um, I always played the new Call of Duty game that's out. I always grind it. And I always play it competitively. I I was done. I stopped mm-hmm. playing it there. Um, so I definitely don't think you would have got a five hundred a uh, five hundred million dollar debut with that. Um, and they made the right decision here. You know, Activision is obviously trying to make money. They're they're going to make more money obviously with the. With the supply drops that are coming into the game. Oh, yeah. Um, I think this is a new trend you're going to start to see. I'm not a big fan of it. I like the way that AW impl- implemented the supply drops. Um, you could never pay for them, you only got them through game time. And uh, obviously, they had the upgraded guns, but they had a really cool cosmetic stuff. Um, I'm a fan of, you know, wacko, kind of weird. They had, you mm. know, you could be a clown, you could be a gingerbread man. Um, Wait, really? Yeah, there, there was a ginger, uh, gingerbread man costume they added. Um, they added, you know, really cool colors. They had kind of like an alien thing yeah, on your back. See, I,
0: I actually like that. I'm yeah, not going to lie. Like, I'm not saying I like Advanced Warfare because I, I fucking yeah, hate yeah, that yeah, game. Yeah. But, like, I like that type of stuff. I know for some people, like, Battlefront 2, I think they said the reason they don't add, like, crazy cosmetics like a pink Stormtrooper is because they think it breaks the universe. But I think, like, it's multiplayer. I don't, yeah, give, a, I don't exactly. give a fuck. Like, I love Star Wars, but if I want, like, you know, I, I authentic uh, – not authentic, but if I want that – real gripping experience, like I'm looking for that in a single player, yeah. and I can still feel authentic despite running around as a pink stormtrooper, exactly. I think, because it's just, it's kind of cool customization. Yeah,
1: I, I always like cool customization no matter what you're going to add. If it's something crazy, I think crazier the better. That's just mm-hmm. me. That might just be how I look at it, because um, you're right, it is a multiplayer game in, in the end, and I think there's a lot more people who kind of think you have that same mentality as me, um, but I like the way they implemented the, you know, supply drops in Advanced Warfare. Obviously, they're never going to do that again. You couldn't pay for them. You mm-hmm. only uh earn them through game time i think it was like 40 minutes you got a regular one then every 10 levels you got uh what was called like an advanced supply drop and you know that's when you got the cool stuff the one right. that you got every 10 levels um and that's kind of what made me play the game you know i got up to i think 22nd prestige in that game holy shit uh yeah like, i enjoyed <laughs> oh the, i enjoyed God. the game but that kind of what kept me going it kind of incentivized me to keep mm. playing um keep grinding i think the pubs were the pubs were enjoyable but i think that was kind of you know um that's what, what that, got me mad yeah, that's what got me um trying to you know just get that new supply drop i'm like oh listen i'm only three levels away might as well just grind that out mm. you know and then oh listen you're only nine levels away might as well get a little yeah, bit closer yeah. and it was just an, an endless cycle i think it kept me playing the game it might have kept you know whoever played the game and you know had that kind of same mentality as me i think it kind of kept you guys playing the game um but they're not doing that anymore you know that they're they said they're gonna add uh, cod points
0: in this game which essentially is their their currency that you can yeah. buy um it's a shame i mean they are giving everyone i think they said 1100 yeah. upon upon the release of it so it, it, it oh god it's like creation club they're like we're giving you some some points so that you can buy shit it's like but it's hardly anything because yeah. i don't know how that is this the first time they're doing like
1: cod points or no something? they did uh they did cod points back in uh black ops 3
0: all right so what would that 1100 equate to like uh,
1: i think it was five dollars fucking oh my god it was i think it was, five like, it was, it was between five or ten dollars i think it was five so we'll probably get
0: like two supply drops out yeah. of this oh my god that's so bad <laughs> That's so bad <laughs> i mean for me personally I, I agree i i think they made the completely right decision not just because i don't like advanced warfare because like you you know there are people out there who, who did enjoy it um but the market was definitely trending that way i liked black ops 3 personally and uh even then like i, I just kind of i didn't like that wall running stuff there's a reason why um and I made a, a little Patreon video about this, but um, there's a reason why I've gravitated towards World War II a little bit more is because although I said in my review, this is more of the same, um, I've always had a competitive gaming history with Call of Duty, and you have too, where um, that's why we, we, we play this game a lot um, competitively because it is that boots on the ground. It, it is more traditional, whereas the the Call of Duties with like Black Ops 3, Advanced Warfare, I'm probably forgetting, Infinite, Infinite Warfare, Warfare. You know, the, they're all fucking bouncing around. Like, I always yeah. say, tried and true, it made a Twitch shooter, like, beyond that, which yeah. I, I thought sometimes it could be uh, unplayable unless you had a scuff, which yeah. is 200 fucking bucks, 150, whatever it is. Um, it, it's insanely high-priced, and, and, you know, everyone had to jump shot. So, I just, I found it removing a lot of the, the fun, but also the, I guess you could say skill to an extent. And, and so it really bugged me, and I, I'm I'm happy they went boots on the ground. My question is, are they going to keep doing boots on the ground now for like, do you think like a couple of years and then go back to the jetpacks? Are they going to say like, all right, enough of enough of boots on the ground? They want like, is it just going to become yeah. this endless cycle? Um, rinse and repeating. Yeah,
1: it, it, I think it depends on who's making the game. Next up, you have uh, Treyarch. Treyarch's, Treyarch's always made good games. They probably made they probably made the best boots on the ground Call of Duty with Black oh, Ops Two. Yes. So I think people are going to see. I Black Ops boot- one, bro. Yeah, oh yeah and Black Ops, I know you oh love my. Black Ops. Uh, that's your favorite game. I love mm-hmm. Black Ops too. Um, I know. I think pe- when people see, uh, you know, Treyarch on a boots on the ground thing, they see that label and they see who's making it. You know, they see Vondahar behind the scenes; he's calling the shots. <laughs> I think that you're gonna you're gonna get an attraction to it, and people just like. Um, they they like old things. They like the way it used to be. You know, mm, that's true. People always like the way it used to be. They like when they were in, you know, eighth grade. They came home and they played COD Four with their friends, yeah. and they played MW Two. Um, and I think that's a way to get back to that. It's a way to get to that. Uh, fan base because a lot a lot of those people
0: are older now you know they don't really Dude, like not to interrupt you but like this podcast my my house wants to make every sound fucking <laughs> imaginable yeah. every sound my dog's dizzy. i'm gonna bark at my food at three in the afternoon my, my fucking garage door holy fuck all right keep going i'm sorry yeah, I'm no, just, anyway. i had the bitch for a <laughs> sec because i'm just like waiting for my dog to shut the fuck up and he just keeps <laughs> fucking going god damn bro
1: yeah i, I was basically to the point that i think that people if you want to you know attract the max amount of players you can um like i said you had that kind of older generation play, uh people who played the game when they were younger they liked it they liked the way that mm-hmm. it played it was a twitch shooter and i think they kind of got away from that uh when you know you started flying around and be able to do yeah. all that sort of thing so i think that uh, if you can get a charg label and boots on the ground game i think you're gonna have a lot of um, players come back and you have a lot of new people play because mm-hmm. they you know they hear about how good Black Ops Two of a ge- uh, how good of a game Black Ops Two was and you know maybe for you know younger people who are coming into play um, you know they hear from their friends or they hear from someone they go, Black Ops Two was a great game um, I think I think that kind of that stigma around Treyarch you know being a good game maker you said you like Black Ops Two even though it flew around um, I think that when you get a good game maker and you get a um, kind of a something that you want a like boots on the ground mm-hmm. um, so when you get you know two things that people like you put them together that can only make something better yeah, yeah that's that's true. simple mathematics right, absolutely.
0: <laughs> absolutely and I, I instantly yeah hold up time out there's a fucking spider on my wall you can take the show for a sec I need the I'm i gonna
1: commentate out. this yeah
0: yeah by all means spy's uh, bed um, oh, now, now he's walking around the room
1: I don't know where the spider is right I don't know here. oh there it is yeah, right, right under his TV
0: uh, I'm gonna use this R2-D2 manual.
1: He's got the R2-D2 manual from that, right, you know, big controller thing. Smack.
0: And the and, spider's dead. Yeah, dead as a fucking door now. There you Let's go. go. Now, did I put a hole in my wall? Just right through you guys. I see your steps. Yeah. Oh, thank God. I didn't leave a smudge on my white wall or anything. Beautiful. Yeah, was Clean little, kill. I
1: think I think the Mets should hire me. I think I'm better yeah. than right there. <laughs> back, back, back. It's out of
0: here. Alright, so, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Treyarch... Whenever they're making a Call of Duty, they got they got my attention right away. Always. And it, it,
1: it's simply because they make good games. People yeah, like people I, who make good games. They're
0: like the one. Okay, like with with Sledgehammer, they're like it's been a dream to make Call of Duty. Like we love this. This is our best achievement. Same thing. Infinite or Infinity Ward needs to go. They they suck. They suck in my opinion. I'm just gonna be brutally yeah, honest. They they, Infinite Warfare. I'm not even just saying that because I know everyone like that. They dislike bombed Infinite Warfare because it looked like Advanced Warfare again. Um, but like ghosts, I know you liked it. Couldn't stand that game. Um, Modern Warfare Three, Jesus Christ, fucking couldn't stand that one either. Like, I loved MW two. I loved COD four. After that, bro, game over. Yeah. And honestly, MW two, it took me a while to like it because pub-wise, that game was awful with like the uh, one man army, one man army, danger close, noob tubes. That you know the kill streaks. That game was busted public-wise, and it still is, but competitively, it was, it was yeah. fun. Um, I was
1: still in diapers back then. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, bro. But, um, you know, with uh, with Treyarch, it, it, they are the only company, I'm not just saying this because I, I like their games, but I always find myself being interested yeah. because they seem like the only one in that trio. Uh, and I could I could make a testament to Slash Hammer now with, with COD World War II, just because I, I have been enjoying the competitive side of things. But Treyarch, I feel like they're the only company that really... Like when they say we like making Call of Duty, we like working with this franchise, they actually do. Yeah. Because they've had easily, if anything, the best campaigns. Yeah. I, I think Fly hands down. two campaign,
1: hands down yeah. my
0: favorite. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. There was like choice, there was loadouts. I would I that's a COD campaign I'd actually replay. It was really good. Um, what else do they have? Um you know i I just remember like watching trailers you know throughout high school and stuff where you know they they added face paint, they added theater mode, yeah, um, what else did they they kind they of break play they kind, yeah, add, they know, kind of break the ground on on yeah. features that are dolphin diving that's still in call of yeah. duty now, and I know it's a little thing and and it's kind of a joke now, but like it's just they, something you know, yeah. a little
1: thing that you've never seen before exactly um, you know, the, your game kind of bugged out before when you when you were sprinting, you went right in the pro, and the game kind of bugged yeah, out in you, and it completely blocked you. And mm-hmm. they kind of made that fluid, like I said, it's such a little thing, mm-hmm. but it's little innovations like that that just keep making, um, you know, it's a multiplayer game better that you know kind of has the possibility to stale out if you don't do new innovations yeah. like that.
0: It's just what I've noticed consistently, personally, is you know. They add the things that that make it feel fresh. Like, I, I really enjoyed one thing about uh, Black Ops 1, and that was its its currency kind of mercenary system, yeah. where, like, everything you did gave you money, yeah. and then you'd buy your camos, you'd buy your guns, you'd buy your equipment. I really liked that, and you'd, you'd earn money through challenges. I think they had to balance it out and add, like, cost amounts for yeah. the higher-level stuff. But regardless, like, that was fresh, that was different. For, for everything else now, it's just level up, unlock. This, this, and that. Mm-hmm. Um, and in this game, uh, COD World War Two, I think it's more of like a, you can level up your character. Obviously, you can level up your gun, prestige your gun, get different things on your gun through that prestige system.
1: And then yeah, what they and and how to unlock stuff. It was, it's it's kind of like that mercenary thing in Black yeah. Ops Two, where you can buy the camos, but it's kind of through like collections. I don't know if any any of you played MWR, where there was kind of tiers of stuff. Like you had oh you they had they changed yeah, that they they did. So what they did is. Say you had um, you know, an AK seventy four U. Um, I don't know the name of it. It was kind of cool. It kind of looked like the gun was broken down. I um, you saw like the springs and stuff inside of the gun. Say you wanted that, you'd have that would be locked. You'd have to buy everything under it. So the top, you have to buy a like, uh, uniform, and that would kind of be like eighty nine hundred credits. Okay. And the thing under it would be like two thousand, one thousand. Okay, so yeah, it's 100. the collections from. Yeah, so it's exactly what they have now, and which I I kind of like that system, mm-hmm. uh, but something I miss, and this is you know not going to be really popular, but. I miss just letting me buy a camo. Just like, letting just... me pay $2 oh, and, get no. that, and get that camo I want. Oh, no. I hate how, I hate how they're implementing <laughs> it into no, supply drops. No, we don't want this. No, see, this is me. If I'm making the game, I'm saying, yo, listen, we're letting people just buy the camo they want.
0: Well, business-wise, that makes sense, it, yeah. It does, it does.
1: It, 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 we keep talking about it. They want to make money. It's a good way to make money because uh, in Advanced Warfare, I bought probably... Anywhere from Watch like 70, your words here like 79 camos. so i probably oh. paid like like 20 bucks in, in micro dlcs but it's because of, you know they had cool stuff I'm like oh listen I but it like it. i don't have to grind out for it yeah it's nice and easy and uh I, that's something i miss i know they want you to play the game i was kind of talking about incentivizing you to play mm-hmm. earlier so this is kind of a, you know their way of incentivizing you I, it's not the you know the best incentivization for me Well, because
0: like for you it's different because You and I, we like competitive. We don't dabble in pubs for as long. We'll play pubs for, like, two weeks, and we'll do it when we're, like, waiting for a match. But, like, we're usually in competitive, so we're not getting those challenges to unlock all that. And it would be silly if you could unlock them through private matches. So, yeah, yeah, I understand I understand the appeal, and I don't don't know why they wouldn't do that. It's just, like, here's the thing, though, is, like, people will hear that and go, like, oh, God, you know, he just said he bought camos in an AW. It's really just a hot take. Yeah, (laughs) But like the other thing is that like I'd say we're all guilty of uh, indulging oh, ourselves, yeah, indulging in a microtransaction because you're enjoying a game so much. You're like, I want to give them my money. I did that a lot with uh, Overwatch. Um, every time they they and, and this is worse actually, and uh, I stopped doing it. But I love that game and I still love that game so much. But like every time there was a new patch that brought in a new event, twenty bucks, yeah, twenty bucks dropped every fucking event, and I get all the as many of the crates as I could. Um, and they, they'd zing me every time. And it's like, I think there, I definitely wasn't the only one, but like there's so many people, that's how they make their money. And, but you know, my, my biggest and worst, I'd say indulgence was, was FIFA ultimate team in, in my sophomore year, I think of high school. Holy shit, dude. I dropped all my money on ultimate team packs. (laughs) Oh my God. It was, it was disgusting. And what's funny is I fucking hate soccer.
1: Like,
0: like I can't stand it you know it's fun to watch like the national sport oh, i, I love, guess
1: i love watching the u.s in the world cup absolutely much only time I yeah i was soccer. gonna say only time and they're, not, and they're not even in it this year so the world cup <laughs> is uh don't yeah, even, not, yeah. Not watch i don't it really
0: all. care yeah so it's like whatever but you know like and that's why i don't know why i did that so much it's ridiculous no, so. you
1: hear you hear stories like uh you know i i go, obviously I obviously go to school and you know, you hear people be like, you know, they dropped like a hundred bucks on their mom's credit card oh, and, then, that hurts. and then they say it was an update, you know, and mm. they're literally just scamming their, their parents. Um, <laughs> l- luckily I never was, you know, uh, that's
0: nefarious. Holy oh, shit. Yeah,
1: I'm sure you have stories like that. People just drop like a hundred, like 200 bucks on ultimate team. Say it was an update. Uh, no, um, I've actually never heard that before. Oh, that that's was always, amazing. That's, that was always the go-to for me. Um, and I was like, wow, like that's just a bad thing yeah, to do. That's, you know, <laughs> I cold. hope you get caught. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you know, I was I I luckily was never sucked into that, you know. But obviously, like I said earlier, I was sucked into a different type of thing. You know, I, I I'd, I'd the buy little camos. Piece now ones, like a yeah. couple of bucks. Um, and, and and it's the same thing essentially. If you like the game, you're gonna you know, you're gonna start playing it. If I I wouldn't buy anything on IW simply because you don't like the game. So I think game developers have to make you like it before you buy something. I mean, at least for rational people or or normal you know normal people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something they have to do. But I think if they can get you hooked um i think that's you know they can start making a lot of money and i think that's where this kind of wave of uh, you know microtransactions is coming from like we, like we said earlier it sucks uh, there's not much yep. you can do about it but it's just i think it's the way it is and it's just yeah, a the, wave that we're gonna start
0: seeing the issue is uh with microtransactions is like everyone says like all right we speak with our wallets we just don't buy them no problem but like everyone has to collectively do that and, yeah. and, and in order for that to happen with these types of microtransactions, everyone has to... And this is fucking impossible. Everyone has to collectively be not lazy. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, you know, I, I admit, like, I wouldn't... Just because it's Advanced Warfare, personally, I would never give them two bucks for a, a skin that I could maybe earn in game. Yeah, like I said, that's what I was but, trying to talk
1: about before, where they have yeah, to make you like the game. Yeah, exactly. But once they, li- once they make you like it, I think that's when they start making their money.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, there there's definitely people. And, and you know, the thing is that there are some people who only play Call of Duty, so they'll they'll literally yeah. put aside twenty bucks yeah. just for microtransactions down the line. I, I do I don't remember what game it was for. It might honestly it might have been FIFA. Yeah. Like I, I'd literally buy the game and then I'd save twenty bucks and then like a month in I'd buy the ultimate team packs. Yeah. And like that's that's how I'd do it. I mean FIFA thirteen, that's my favorite FIFA. And, like, that one I, oh my God, easily hundreds. Yeah. Easily. Disgusting amounts of money I spent on that game. I love that game, like, because it had a really awesome progression system in the My Pro Club. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I, I I spent way too much money on yeah, that like game. So I, about- I would beat the shit out of my younger self if I could <laughs> for that. Just fuck myself <laughs> up.
1: My, M- Marcus, my brother, he does the same exact thing with NBA. He plays a my team, which is kind of, oh, like, no. the ultimate team. Yeah, He drops so much, it's not even his money, he drops so much of my parents' money on my <laughs> coins. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, so I'm like, dude, like, and, and it's different because I do the same exact thing, but I'm not in the position where I'm like, dude, why, why would you spend money in NBA? Like,
0: well, because awesome. because NBA, he, you drop way more. I Yeah, think, than, are, than because guys.
1: um, you don't buy the pack. I don't know how it works with FIFA, but you know, you buy the set amount of coins, and from there you buy you buy packs essentially. So mm-hmm. it's the same it's the same concept. Um, but you can get so much more. but You can get the older players. I remember. Um,
0: can't can't you? Uh... Can't you buy, like, stats, too, for your my player that uh, yeah, you use you in blacktop buy, mode and you, stuff? You or? could buy, um, uh, and I, I don't play
1: NBA, it's going to show. I, I forgot what it's called. You, you essentially buy, like, abilities where you've got to become, like, a better dunker. you guy got to become, like, a better oh, alley-ooper. Geez. Yeah. That's um, for the my player thing. Um, and that's kind of, like, the thing with NBA. People are always, like, you know, you never have to play the game. You just have to spend the money. You spend, like, 20 bucks, you can get 99. That's the biggest
0: issue with this latest uh, issue is that, li- or this latest... Uh, edition of the the series is like people are saying you can even buy like a hairstyle yeah yeah it's fucking ridiculous and then a lot of it's just pointless um but let's shift over from microtransactions and and call duty stuff to uh, battlefront 2 it's dropping soon so we'll just talk a little bit about what we're hoping to see in this game um what are you what are you big on and are you big on anything in battlefront 2 for starters
1: um, I played the beta. I, I, I played it with you, obviously. Yes, you um, did. I think the game is beautiful. It, kind of, it looked like a movie. Yes. It really did. It was like, I was like, wow. I was kind of like taken back by that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Something about the gameplay just didn't hit with me.
0: Okay.
1: Um, I You're liked, not the
0: only one with that, by yeah. the way. I, I, when, when you said that, I thought you were ridiculous for a sec, but I went online. I remember, that. I remember and, that. And a lot of people were like, it's, I don't know what it is, but the gameplay, it's something's it, off.
1: Something just didn't hit with me. Um, Battlefront 1... You know when that five dollar thing came out on PSN, uh, we played that. You know I, I played Battlefront before that. Um, I, I love Battlefront one. I think it was an awesome game. I think if it kind of had like a player base when that um, little sale dropped, I think we could have played it a lot more than we did.
0: Yeah, it was such
1: a dang yeah, game it, at it that was, point. Yeah, it was. It was so because I don't think a lot of people were jumping on that five dollars because one, they either didn't know, or like two. Yeah, but like,
0: dude, that was such a that deal. Was, that was Three really season deal. pass ladies and gentlemen for Battlefront one and five dollars for yeah. the game. Straight up, yeah,
1: it was, it, that was an awesome deal. So I think if you kind of had more more of a player base, I would have kept playing it. I really like playing Battlefront One. Um, Battlefront Two graphics were awesome. Gameplay just didn't connect with me. It just didn't feel like I was really like immersed, you know, immersed in it. Um, it was kind of different. I liked how in Battlefront One you kind of picked your gun and then you kind of went from there. In Battlefront Two, i I'm I really didn't play much of it because I didn't like playing it. So you you, you picked you picked a class. You you picked a class. There you go. I was You could select your gun
0: though. You could change your gun within that class though. So like it wouldn't be. (laughs) Yeah, your voice good, bro. Yeah, I'm good. You're good. You quick gallon of water. Yeah, (laughs) I um. For me, I sit on the side where I'm just ridiculously excited for the game because... Actually, ridiculously excited is probably more of an exaggeration. I don't think I've actually been ridiculously excited for a game since Fallout 4. Um, I'd say the next game I'm actually legitimately ridiculously excited for, by exact definition, would be Spider-Man PS4. But uh, the reason I'm I'm excited and most looking forward to Battlefront 2 is just because I love Star Wars. So there's definitely some bias put in there. Um, i liked the beta a lot. I thought they made the right changes going forward. I'm glad that, although I hated they had to be told it was fucking awful, but they made the changes to the loot boxes. So I think they made the right improvements. Um, according to a lot of, uh, listeners on the show, uh, and people have tweeted at me, um, according to the Inferno Squadron book, which released before this game, which is about the Iden Versio, who's like the main character in the campaign, yeah, okay. like our biggest concern, you, you haven't listened to the show Recently, but, uh, our biggest concern with this campaign was, like, they're just gonna... she She's a, a part of the Empire, and, like, she sees the Death Star blow up at the mm-hmm. end of Episode 6. Yep. And, like, it's, like, what happens after that? Yeah. And so, they... they Our biggest concern is, like, they're somehow gonna make her a good person. Oh, okay. You know, like, we... And, but she's been but born in the Empire. Yeah, we want her to stay, like, yeah. an actual Empire story. Yeah. And, and so... Because I thought it was gonna be kind of, like... Have you seen Episode 7 of Star Wars? Um... I might die after saying this, but I've never seen a Star Wars movie. Oh anymore. my. Yeah, you just fucking yesed my ass to death too. You're like, yeah, yeah, the Death Star blowing up. Yeah. Oh
1: I know the basics of it. Obviously, you
0: know. <laughs> okay. Okay, at least I was gonna say bro. No, I know the basics <laughs> okay. of Star
1: Wars. Um, you know, but I've I've never seen a movie. You know, okay. That's that's my that's my yeah. dark secret. Yeah, don't tell that
0: on a date. <laughs> 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 yeah, so um in episode seven though, there's this character, Finn. Um, and, you know, he's a he's a stormtrooper, but then he ends up becoming a rebel, basically. Okay. Long story short. And, like, we're so afraid that it's going to be that same kind of thing where she's going to be like, the Empire's really bad now. I, I don't like this. I'm having a change of heart, and it's going to be really cliched. Uh, but that's my biggest concern. I've vocalized that on the show before. Um, but... I'm just looking forward to this complete experience because, it, you know, the arcade mode, which you were able to test in the beta, you know, had fun little challenges in there. And the multiplayer seems fun. I really enjoyed my time with it. I like the classes, uh, nostalgia mostly because in the original Battlefronts, uh, they had classes, except these ones offer you know, a little more customization where you can change your guns and stuff. Um, and I, I really am looking forward to trying out the single player, even though it's it's going to be a lot like what I did with Call of Duty where I, I literally sat down. Didn't plan on beating it that afternoon and ended up playing straight into the evening yeah. and, and plowing right through it because it was so short. Um, I think that because dice campaigns are ridiculously tiny, like they're they're so cinematic. But dude, they're they're the yeah. fucking shortest things ever. And so I think I, that's what I'm looking most forward to is seeing. Like this is supposed to be the Battlefront one. ...that we were going to get because Battlefront 1 was so content-bearing. Yeah. But this one's got, like, the campaign, the story, the arcade, it's got split screen, it's got, like, everything going for it, that it's really hard for them to fuck this up.
1: Now, correct me if I'm wrong, they're not, um, the original Battlefront, what was that, that mode where you kind of went world-to-world, um...
0: Oh, oh, uh Galactic Conquest. Yeah, and they're not adding that, right? Oh, right you, off the start, dude. Weird if Weird thoughts it, on that. Yeah, <laughs>
1: I, 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 went to my cousin's house and we hooked up the old uh, original Xbox. When we were playing the Battlefront, mm. and that, and that was just so fun to play. Yeah. Um, because it was kind of like and it's been a while since I played it, but I kind of felt like multiplayer, where like,
0: yeah, where you were killing a bunch of things. Um, that's nah. the thing. It's like in the old Battlefronts. The the instant action, the the galactic conquest, like all the gameplay was really the same across the board. Yeah. I think the reason galactic conquest stuck out so much is because it felt like you were actually setting a goal and accomplishing it. Where like you start off on one end of the galaxy, they start off on yeah. the other, and you move planet to planet and fight for control, and and you by winning earn credits, yeah. and then you spend those on upgrades like a garrison, hero uh, upgrade, stuff like that. So I think a lot of fans really gravitated towards that strategic element um and, and sadly that's not right now in battlefront is there is there
1: a reason why because i i remember that i wanted i saw something on that and it was kind of like a, like a rage twitter rant mm-hmm. um and, and i just don't understand why they wouldn't be as a money wise i
0: think I, the best guess i saw and i thought of myself was i think it's feature delay which is what happens is sometimes a company you know they blow their load essentially they put everything in the game up front it sells well for the first month and then it drops off to $40 and people kind of gradually pick it up over time what they do with feature delay is you put it you know you put most of the stuff in the game then you feature delay a big update like Galactic Conquest yeah month down the line free update Galactic Conquest is in the game you keep it at that $60 price point you, you know, you got microtransactions, though, so you're, you're keeping the money flowing. Yep. You keep it at the $60 price point. I mean, look at Overwatch. I don't think that game's gone below on PS4, like, what, $40? No, and here
1: here I was thinking, I remember I, when I first got on PS4,
0: I'm like, yeah, you know, I got like 20 bucks and then the
1: game go yeah. to after
0: work and, and pop and pick it up. You're like, no, no. You're, you're never going to find it for it. <laughs> I was like, nope, because that game, dude, they, with the microtransactions, with the constant updates they do, uh, which I don't think with Overwatch there was future delay, but they just, they had weekly or uh, monthly updates planned. Uh, they they were able to keep that price for over a year up a, around the fifty dollar price range at minimum, which is huge. Yeah. You know, we see in a year for most games they go down at least twenty five yeah. at GameStop, and then people pick them up for a cheap price. So, and when you keep it up there, uh, developers don't. I believe uh, I have to double check this at some point, but I'm pretty sure with used games at GameStop, developers don't and publishers don't get money from that oh, okay. when, when the sale happens. So when you keep that price point up there, there's no point in going to GameStop and buying yeah. it used for like five bucks. Who gives a fuck, right? You buy it new or you buy it at a Walmart, a Best Buy. Yeah. And then, you know, they're still getting that money. So it plays a huge factor when you can keep that price up there for as long as possible. That's why I think there isn't it. I, I also yeah, think I, I also think the the scale of the mode and what it would entail is simply, uh, it was too much to, because they are, for, for all that they did wrong with the loot boxes and shit, I know people will try to take away from the entire scope of the game itself, but, but the multiplayer, you know, it's pretty, there's a, there's a lot there, there's a lot more heroes, a lot more maps, um, with the, uh, with the single player, you know, you got the campaign there now, you got modes for offline single player, like I said, that arcade mode, like, there is a lot there, where I think, like, if we were to add a Galactic Conquest 2, uh, in the mix of that development, they just didn't have enough time after Battlefront One. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy with the package that they have now. If they did a, a, a content update and added ba- uh, Galactic Conquest, I I really truly think that's possible. But the thing that I'm thinking of now is like if they don't do it in DLC or wh- whatever, they they absolutely in Battlefront Three they have to have it. Yeah. Have to have mm-hmm. Galactic Conquest or else it's just more maps, more modes. It, it, then they'll just call people will do what they they did with Destiny 2 and like oh it's. Battlefront 2.5, you yeah. know. They'll just say it's Destiny 1.5. So anyway, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that game now And uh speaking of GameStop, this will be our 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 last news topic. Um and I'm really curious to get your thoughts on this. GameStop is launching a used game rental service. So for I think it's sixty dollars, um, let me let me bring it up, but for basically sixty dollars, you can go ahead and um you rent whatever used games you want. I think up to six. But uh, what are your thoughts on a GameStop rental service?
1: Um, I think this is kind of like the same thing you're seeing with the Xbox Game Pass, where you pay, mm. I don't know the price on it, you pay that subscription fee, and you get X amount of games to choose from, unlimited games. Um, I think those games you get to keep. It's not a rental.
0: Um, oh, I think, yeah, the Game Pass, the Xbox Game yeah, Pass. Yeah,
1: Xbox Game Pass. So I think that this is starting to be the new thing you're going to start um, seeing, because... Um, you know, with these single-player games, you beat them once. Mm. Who, who touches them again? You know, I know some people like to go back and play yeah. them, or some people, you know, hold them like near and dear. Um, but for a lot of people, you know, they it's don't think they don't think it's worth paying sixty dollars for that. You know, quick one and done experience. You know, depending on what you're playing, you know, some games you get like one hundred and fifty hours plus. You know, like a Witcher three, some oh, games, yeah. and some games, and some games you get like you know a fifteen hour experience, like a Telltale game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think a lot of people, I think it's appealing to a lot of people. It's appealing to people like me. Um, you know, like I said, I love sing, playing single-player games. I played, I played a lot of them. But you're not
0: um, as invested, or probably a rental service where you can cycle out exactly. single-player games. Try this out. I don't like yeah. it. And, back. And,
1: and like I said, you're paying sixty dollars, and you're going to get six games. Mm-hmm. You're going to find one that hits. So yeah. I think at that point it's worth it. And you know, you got a one in six chance. And, and you're not picking random games. You're not picking games that have had. It's games that you like. Mm-hmm. So it's games that you know you're going to you know have an interest in. So I think that this is a smart choice. I know that is starting to take a hit with the with the new digital thing. Yes, yeah, um, You know, I definitely am a fan of the digital. I do it a lot. Um, you know, like with Call of Duty, for example, I didn't. I, I used to go to uh, midnight releases. I don't really think they need to anymore. They're crowded. Um, you know, there's most yeah, so people you, are just
0: like digital right yeah
1: you have you, you it's crowded you have to wait longer than you should um I bought the game i pre ordered it on Xbox it paid sixty, stayed in my nice warm home twelve oh one launched it up, and I played I think that to me you know maybe I'm just a dumb millennial, but i think that I think that digital is is starting to be
0: <laughs> no that's that's it's, it's more appealing it's I think, it's true it's true i i just that's that's the thing you you grew up in an age where I, I'd say it, it's just it's a convenience factor you you weren't like how I grew up, which was years beforehand where, where you know, the only way I could get my game was you went to Circuit City, Best Buy, whatever, and, and you bought that game physically. There was no yeah. digital downloads for years until the 360 hit, I think, or something along those lines. I'm sure someone will correct me. Um, but now I, I got the full details right here. Uh, this comes from The Verge. So it says GameStop is offering a new service that will let customers rent a used game, play it as much as they want, return it, and check out another title as often as they like. The deal was first spotted in a leaked magazine ad... Um, the new program called Power Pass costs $60 for six months, and so basically $10 yep. for each of those months, and uh, allows customers to borrow any used game that GameStop has to offer. Plus, at the end of the six-month period, you'll get to keep whatever the last title you checked out was. I actually forgot about that part. There you go. Looking closer at the fine print, the only catches are that you need to be a member of GameStop's PowerUp Rewards program to think, sign up, which... I think most people already I, are. I, yeah, I was going to say, that I, I personally don't see an issue with it. You get a, you, I think you pay like 15 bucks, you get a magazine... You and you discount get discounts on the game. Yeah, you get discount ten percent, you get plus ten percent. And that you'll be limited to whatever used games are available at your local GameStop. So yeah, if you if you don't have a GameStop that's popping, you actually might not have a lot of used games to pick from. So there's that. Uh according to GameStop, the new service will be available to purchase the week of November thirteenth. So this this week actually coming up that this podcast is launching, and can be bought as a gift for someone else so long as they are a power up rewards member. So this is actually this is excellent. I think. I think it's a great this idea. This is this I think is at, a this it. is one hundred percent. Because I think of it this way, at least at our GameStop, dude. Like, sometimes these games go used in like week of. Yeah. People beat them, trade them in, and
1: exactly. it's
0: like if you're paying sixty dollars for a six month period. You don't have to pay sixty dollars for the game. You're, you're paying that sixty dollars for every six months, and you can access so many sixty dollars yeah. titles, especially with how they're rapidly coming out. Dude, I'm telling you, like this is an insanely good deal. Like oh, they're think, doing something huge right now.
1: Yeah, I think I think this is kind of you know like I said, GameStop's been taking hits. I think this is kind of be their way to get Climb back up. up. A lot of people don't make trips to GameStop's anymore so because you can just buy it on on your PS4. You can buy it on your Xbox. This undercuts. Yeah, I don't know. if, PS, I'm new to PS4. I don't know if PS4 has um, like the Xbox Game Pass where you pay the X amount of money and then you, no, you have all those titles. Shitty,
0: shitty PlayStation Now or yeah. whatever it's called. So
1: um, I think that there's really no reason for anybody to hop on this. It's really cheap, $10 a month you know i know some people are in certain situations where they yeah. can't get that but i think for the you know the general public that's that's really affordable you know you're gonna be paying like i paid 50 dollars for near like a month ago um under this new thing you know if i waited till now i could have just paid you know ten dollars this month picked it up i could have beat it returned it you know mm-hmm. and, and picked up another game that you recommended to me i mean
0: here's the truth is like you know i i love near I've, I've talked about this game i've gushed about it a lot you weren't really big on it you enjoyed it but like yeah i liked it i wasn't i wasn't like you know, wow, I gotta replay that again. Or, you know, yeah. I, I personally like Last of Us, you know, more than yeah, more than Nier, and that's something you and then, recommended to me. Um, but like, think of it this way like, let's think of the three games you, you most recently picked up were The Last of Us, you picked up Ratchet and Clank, I think. Um, what else was Nier, there? Nier, Hitman, Hitman and Dang and Rampa. Yeah, like that's five games that were all used, and yep. you could have got them right under that program. Yep, exactly. And I mean, and, and let's say, for example a hit with you, <clears throat> The Last of Us hit with you. And near hit, it just it wasn't a... It wasn't like a, I'd say like a slam dunk yeah. like the other two, where you were like, fuck yeah. So, you know, with, with that being said, you know, you had a situation where, in a hypothetical situation rather, where if you picked them up under that program, you would have had two hits where you're like, oh my God, this is amazing, I got this for dirt cheap, yeah. and then one that you just would have returned and cycled yeah. out for something you would have enjoyed. more at least
1: basically all under that price point that i paid near at yeah exactly Um, so i think that this is something that um there's no i don't think there's any negative to it i think it's a way for GameStop to to get back up i think they're kind of undercutting these new um game pass or these new you know game pool things you pay you pay a fee and then you get all those games i think it's a way for them to start building their way back up Mm -hmm. because they have been taking a hit you know in the new digital age um but i think there's no reason for anyone to hop on this it's affordable like i said i know certain people can't do it but if you can yeah. i don't think there's any reason not to uh,
0: especially you know we're we're talking a total of 120 in a year and and i think most most gamers out there buy at least more than two games yeah, a Yeah, definitely, absolutely. So, I mean, let's say you're, we're talking about our fucking casual, casual, casual gamer. Like we're talking, your lazy Joe gets I, home from yeah. work, and he
1: really likes to sit down, <laughs> relax. Games when he needs to, it doesn't yeah. really, you know. You know he's not he's more
0: it. focused on the wife and kids, <laughs> exactly. So, you know, he's he's a Call of Duty guy and he's a sports guy. So he's picking up NHL and he's picking up NBA, NBA, yeah, NBA and, and the new COD. Yep. Yeah. He's saving money by buying into yeah. this program instantly. Just with three games. Yeah. So it's like they, they have this situation here that makes so much sense. Of course, it falls under the used category. So for that new Call of Duty, I guarantee already there's so many uh, used copies of games. GameStop. Because
1: with, with any game, you're going to get people who are like, oh, you know, this is fucking this is garbage. Yeah. Um, and you're going to have them who immediately return it in, and then you can just take advantage of that. Um, but there, there's always used games. You know, I, I only buy used them because it's a little bit cheaper, mm-hmm. um, and I've never run into an issue where... Uh, they haven't had a used game. I know we, you know, I know we went in with a few people. We were trying to buy four copies, um, but they didn't have that. But you know, most people with their own single.
0: See, uh, yeah, that situation actually that you just mentioned would have been a perfect time for that rental service. Yeah, where we were all looking for, we found used copies of the game, but it was a lot of money. We were, we were looking for a four player co op game because there's so few of them. We were like, let's get maybe Escapist oh maybe Dead Island, maybe we'll get uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands, and we we couldn't decide. Let's yep. say we're under the rental program. We got all yep. four. We got all three of those. You
1: could just pick them all up. Uh, and that was a big thing because we were like, you know, uh, cost is a big price of yeah. it. We don't really because you know, Tom Clancy
0: was what was it like forty, 40. bucks? Yeah, yeah, it
1: was forty. We, we were like, we don't really know if we want to buy it. You know, it's it's a co-op game. It's kind of steep. Um, we don't know if we're going to stick with it. Um, under the under the GameStop program, we would have went in. We'd been like, I right, let's try it out. We don't like it. We literally could have came in the next day. Picked up Escapist. You know, Escapist kind of hit. You know, it seemed like it might have been a quick game to play. Mm-hmm. We turned it in. We immediately picked up um, um, Friday the 13th. You know, oh, is that yeah. something we all could have just kept cycling out on? And I think that it, it something like that, if, if we put that situation fast-forwarded into next week, I feel like we'd yeah, <laughs> have a nice co-op game to play. Yeah. And I, I remember there was some argument going like, "Oh, I'm not playing that. I'm not Fucking playing this. Connor. Yeah, Connor. <laughs> um, so, it, it's... Only positives. like I we, mm-hmm. we've been talking about this for a few minutes now, but no, not one negative has come up other than the fact that um, if your GameStop you know isn't really popular and they don't cycle out a lot of games, you know you might get kind of hit. But GameStop still you know still has a huge selection of yeah stuff. I
0: mean because I think what our example there brought up was that you know some people might say well this is only beneficial if you're buying if you're you're buying the or renting I should say. The new used games, like you know, they just came out a couple of weeks ago, and you're getting on top of them. But like our situation right there showed, like we had games like Ghost Recon Wildlands that's been out since like I think March, yeah, and that was still at like the 40 dollars price point. So we were instantly saving there. Uh, and if Escapist, which was I think another twenty, that's sixty. So those two games were covered under the price plan. Friday and then 13th we was Friday, 40. yeah, Friday thirteenth forty, boom. So right there, we're saving tons of money with a situation where games were pretty old. But yep. um, I think what this allows and what we might see, this could be the only negative is GameStop might keep those use prices a little bit higher to say, well, you know, the, the employee will literally go, well, you know, you, you might not be able to afford this. But if you buy this plan, you can rent these out. Yeah. So yep. there's that. Um, the other uh, con is um, I just lost my fucking train of thought. All right. Well, fuck it. It, it wasn't that important it, anyway, I guess. <laughs> But yeah, I, I love this program, and I really think uh, people should definitely take a look into it. If if you're um, definitely you know strapped for cash, but you're always interested in playing games and and trying to get in on the new stuff, then this is definitely one for you. I know I'm I'm definitely going to be signing up for this. This yeah, is and it's not beyond for new useful. games
1: either. It's, it could be for recommended games. Yeah, you know, that too. You, you you tell me games to play all the time, and you know I could with this I could really go into GameStop, pick it up, beat it, and go in pick pick up my recommendation. So it doesn't have to be with mm. new games, and you always have to be waiting for. Um, something you know you're always waiting on someone else to return the game you could you, you know look up a list of games or you know I know everybody has that back list of games that they never yeah. they always want to play or they can never beat um, it could be used to, to fix that um, so it really is just a way for for uh, You know, new and used games to you know start getting some life.
0: My my question or my concern could also be that um, what if this new system like so many people renting games that you're out of used games, right? I mean, you're never going to be out of, but you're going to see a a depletion in that. Uh, The the thing that I was thinking of, but my my I had a brain fart was um, that GameStop. um, One thing that my friend me Ivan and Connor used to we used to fucking break the system in GameStop so you could return used games. So we'd buy. I put eighty dollars in the GameStop, yep. and then it was just like this one week. I traded in games, put that eighty dollars on some games, beat them, returned them, got my eighty dollars back, bought new games. I kept doing. Yeah. We kept doing this for months, like up to a year. We kept doing this until I just felt bad. I was like, the the fucking employees hated us there. They yeah. like every time they fucking came in, this guy just fucking looked so pissed off he's like these assholes again like he gave us attitude yeah. at the counter so it was at the point where uh, i just stopped caring and was like all right whatever i'm gonna you know i'm gonna stop personally offending this man by uh you know abusing their awful company yeah, exactly. policy <laughs> <laughs> you know that's my fault <laughs> not his um
1: i wonder if we're gonna start to see gamestop turn into more of a subscription thing whether will they're whether where they will morph into. Um, all right, you, you essentially just instead of opting into this program, we're going to turn into where you pay us hundred dollars a year, and you know maybe a little bit higher than that if you're going to be you know checking out games in and out. But you pay us X amount of money a year, and you can just take it. Mm. Um, you know, instead of just buying the game individually, uh, and maybe it could be a way for you know them to start moving that way. I don't know. Um, it, it, it could be them testing the waters, or it could just be them simply trying to you know make some money because I like I said they we said it a lot of times they've been kind of taking hits. Um, so it could be either, you know, uh, a whole slew of things. That's something that crossed into my mind when I saw this. I was like, oh, maybe they're trying to take steps towards becoming a uh, a, a, a subscription service. Mm-hmm. Um, and this could be them testing the waters out. So yeah, that was that, an idea that crossed my mind. The
0: other thing, and I, I need to check the fine print. Is I don't know if it's up to six games you could rent, or if it's like a total of six in this six months. So let me let me check the fine print here because. Cause I, <laughs> what are you laughing? I guess game battles came yeah, up first. On, game <laughs> up. All right, so the fine print says allows customers to borrow any used game that GameStop has to offer. Uh, plus, at the end of the six month period, you'll get whatever you get to keep whatever title you checked out last was. So
1: I don't think there's a, <clears> a, a cap on it.
0: Yeah, maybe there's not. I just, I mean, if you can just cycle out six, I mean, couldn't you abuse that pretty easily? But maybe, maybe because. There's you're not going to have people like myself and I'm sure many others out there who just cycle out those used games and, and keep getting their money back week in week out. Maybe that's where they're going to gain uh, that we're just not seeing here. But oh yeah, it says right here: rent a used game, play it as much as they want, return it, check out another title as often as they'd like. Okay, so yeah, I guess yeah. my concerns, dude. Yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah, there's there's really I, I, unless we're missing something here. There there's yeah, very. Yeah, very few times you see something like that come out, and there's not like, you know, the only thing like I said that I can imagine is GameStop strong, strong, strong arming us and, and saying, okay, you know, we're going to keep these prices up because we got this subscription program. Let's get them into that and get guaranteed money up front.
1: Yeah, but even at that point, you're you're getting the game for free. Like if it, if they keep their use prices up, mm-hmm. um, that's more enticing. It's, it's to... more enticing just to enroll them in the program. So I think it's more of an uh, an incentivizing thing. But, you know, like I said, you, you said, if they raise the prices on their uh, on their used games, people who are in the program, they're going to be getting it for a price of none because they already paid that subscription yeah. price. So the only reason I can see them doing it is simply just to entice you to sign up for the uh, Power Pass, is, is what's being called.
0: Mm-hmm. I like it, though. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm definitely a big fan of it. I mean, if you're buying new games, like, if you're a consistent new game owner, but what what, what this will actually entice is more people also to, like, instead of on, uh, I think it was October 27th, where we had Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, and uh, what was the other game? Um, Wolfenstein 2 all come out on the same day. Like, it's a fucking huge day. What this will entice people to do is, like, okay, I'm gonna put my money on this game, and I'm gonna rent these two. Yeah. Boom. So... This is a game changer for sure. Um, definitely puts at least Microsoft's Game Pass in a position where they gotta they gotta innovate and, yeah. and really think of something. Uh, because I, I think that that was a game changer. A lot of people got into that system. Microsoft said it's been a success so far, so that's good. But now you have a situation where um, they they need to offer somehow. They need to keep offering more because yeah, GameStop I, covers all systems. Because I know
1: a lot of people didn't didn't like the either the that it was only limited to Xbox or that they didn't like the amount of game or the games that Microsoft was offering yeah. um, So maybe the, it, this really only helps gamers you know now Microsoft comes in application yeah, like, right, we, we need to increase our you know, it's free market at work uh, <laughs> Microsoft goes we need to increase our game pool or we need to start in you know putting better games in there and you as a gamer you as a consumer you only benefit from it because you can say listen uh, Microsoft I'm not don't like playing Xbox. Uh you don't have good enough games on here. I'm gonna stop using your console and just go to gamestop. you know you just end your subscription for the um my xbox game pass so I think it only it only helps people and it only helps gamers mm-hmm.
0: absolutely that'll uh that'll be our final news piece though yeah no, you made I, it you made it through bro here
1: we're we're at the end of the road I see the light at the end of the tunnel.
0: <laughs> How are you feeling?
1: I'm feeling good. I feel good. I thought it was. You good. did,
0: dude. You did really well. I'm not saying I expect <laughs> you to suck because you, you you can conduct yourself like a professional, and I know that you know your shit. But like, I, I was I was really fucking impressed. I was like, <laughs> I holy. I was like, holy fuck. <laughs> this kid I, came in and killed yeah, it. I
1: appreciate it. I um. Oh, I, I was excited to do it. You know, you texted me probably like an hour ago. You're like, can you want to do with Me, I'm like, yeah, why not? Let's yeah, do it. Yeah,
0: ladies and gentlemen, that's how that's how I set my shit up. I literally was, <laughs> I I literally had to though. That's the thing. I. I was dropped. I'm gonna read you the DMs. Like this is how quickly it was dropped on me. Uh, let me just open up my Twitter real quick. And I, yeah. They I, just surprised me with it.
1: You, 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 I kind of rub my eyes twice. You're like, hey, you want to do podcast? Like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, let's do it. All
0: right. Literally. Um, let's see here. Loan might not be able to do cast tomorrow. All right. I so I go. All right. Might be Carrick and might just be Carrick and I because I'm saying like I don't have a guest plan this week. Because they, they said they were going to be there. Then Carrick goes, hey, just got the word that the big weekend's starting four hours earlier. So they told me, so I can't make it either. Maddie, it's you solo in capital letters. I expect an amazing picture to take my spot. haha. Ha. I was like, what? I just got fucking bailed on? I, I was so shocked. I am like, this just happened like boom. Yeah. Just like that. But And then Lone goes, Matthew, I can do it. Uh, I'm seeing this now. I can do it soon. If we start soon, I know you guys had daylight savings turn off. So it's technically earlier. Oh, whatever. Fuck you, Lone. I did it anyway without you. I'm gonna text him right now. Did it without? How dare he double text me? He look at that. He just double texted me. He went three seventeen. I didn't answer right away. You know, I'm (laughs) doing my thing, and he sends me Connor. Connor question marks? Because Connor always does that when I won't answer in like a half hour? Let's see. Let's see this. uh, Did it without you, pussy? That's what I said. There you go. Ready to let him know. My boy helped me out. Not you. (laughs) All right. Lone guilting aside, Tyler, thank you for joining me. I no, really no do problem. appreciate it. Was a, it, was it was a pleasure. Yeah, it was a complete blast. Um, and, oh, I never showed you what picture. You know how I usually have an overlay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Normally it's either... I was thinking about that. I, just, I didn't I did yeah, I Yeah, it's normally it. either our faces, most episodes, or uh, a, a pixel picture. But uh, I've selected this for our... <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There we go. That's going to be the one that... Uh, this is an old... The, the picture you guys have been looking That's at for the years. past hour. Yeah, this is years old. It's just a... We took like deep selfies and I'm like, yo, wait, we can make an album cover out of this. So that's what we did.
1: I remember when you first sent me that picture, like I had tears rolling out of my eyes. <laughs> I, I remember it vividly. It was yeah. so fucking yeah. funny.
0: <laughs> so that's what you guys have been looking at in the background. Now a little backstory on that. And uh, Tyler, you're more than open if you want to join anytime. I um, yeah, appreciate it. We will catch you guys in the next episode, or at least I will. <laughs> Peace out.